0: This is the Point of Drew podcast.
1: Yo yo, Point of Drew listeners, we are back. We got a fun episode for you today, a little bit different. The first ever uh, Point of View game show is happening. I'm excited for this one, Barton.
2: Yeah, Z, I got to give you the credit. You came up with this idea, but uh, what's going on, Druthers? Excited to be here. Excited to be back after a quick week off, but we're, we're back and ready to hit it. Um, game show coming at you live with guest William Moss. Uh, I'll be uh, battling it out with him in terms of the trivia question. So looking forward to it. We got Z hosting. Um, going to be a fun
1: one. Yeah, it's definitely going to be fun. I uh if anyone's listening, go ahead and pause real quick, call your friends up, place some bets. Who's going to win this uh the game show between Barton or Moss? Uh right now we're giving the odds to the guest, Will Moss -150. Whoa! Uh, accepting bets. So uh place your bets now. But it's going to be a, a super fun show ahead. So definitely stay tuned for that. But you know where we're going to start. As always, Jersey Corner this week, it is the number 22. I'll let you kick things off, Barton. The best athlete to ever wear number 22. Who are some honorable mentions?
2: Yes, sir. Number 22, uh, Double Doses.
1: Who I have,
2: I got a couple honorable mentions to start. Um, two of them. Two MLB greats uh, on the bump, starting with Roger Clemens. Uh, we know Roger's had some, a little bit of a checkered pass with steroid use, but I mean, doesn't every solid MLB player from uh, the <laughs> early 2000s. So can't, can't knock him too much for that. But the guy had some elite production on the bump. Seven times Cy Young winner, which I thought was, was pretty insane. He won an MVP once, two triple crowns. Uh, and for the listeners, I don't know. That is when a pitcher finishes with the most wins, the best ERA, and the most strikeouts. And so true dominance as a, as a pitcher there with two triple crowns uh, and then two World Series championships. So Roger definitely deserves a shout. Uh, the other guy who he's probably, the I would say, the most dominant pitcher of, of at least our lifetimes, I think, from an ERA standpoint, Clayton Kershaw. Um, he's been terrific for almost a, at this point, two decades, it seems like. Uh, I guess a little over one decade. Um, but he's a three time Cy Young winner. Uh, he's got an MVP. He has one triple crown as well. And then he finally uh, got the monkey off his back and got that World Series uh, last year mm-hmm. with the Dodgers, and so that was his big knock. He did not have postseason success. Actually, uh, had choked a few times, but uh, good to see Clayton uh, get over the hump there and, and get a title. Uh, and in my final honorable mention, you got to shout him out. You can't not give him a, a look here, Emmett Smith. Um, and, and two two quick stats here for me and and why he made the list. Um, obviously arguably one of the greatest, greatest running backs to ever do it. But um, he holds the NFL record for rushing yards, attempts and touchdowns. And so from a production standpoint, uh, as good as anyone gets there um, and his big year in 93, Uh, I don't know if any listeners were born out in 93, but that was Emmitt Smith's year, man. Only running back ever to win an MVP, a rushing title, a Super Bowl, and a Super Bowl MVP all in the same season. He did that with the Dallas Cowboys back in 93. So Emmitt Smith, great, great running back. Not my best to ever do it at at 22, but uh, he definitely deserves a shout.
1: Love those. Those are some good answers right there. And I definitely have a couple of those same guys on my list as well. Um, but to start things off, the guy you didn't mention, the number one overall draft pick in the 1958 NBA draft, Elgin Baylor, the Laker yep. great, um, you know, definitely just deserves a shout out. Uh, a great player from a long time ago, so it's hard to really, you know, stack him up against some of the greats today, but he definitely deserves to be in that conversation. Um, was definitely going to shout out Clayton Kershaw. Uh, finally got that that chip off his shoulder finally got a little jewelry on the finger getting that ring was big for him and his career Uh, we can't use the uh, you know no show Kershaw in the postseason anymore because he definitely showed up this past season Um, Then another baseball player I wanted to shout out is Ricky Henderson Uh, Mm -hmm. I think he's the all-time leader in stolen bases And one of the fastest guys uh, to ever play in the sport. And the way he stole bases, the swag he had, the way he would intimidate pitchers while they're on the mound, uh, he was really fun. Um, So definitely got to give Ricky Henderson a shout. Um, And then my last shout-out, my last honorable mention – Going with a little bit of a Homer pick, uh, because he is a Portland Trailblazer Great. Mm-hmm. But got to go, go with, with my there. guy, Clyde Drexler. Um, you know, one of the best players in blazers history was, a uh, Michael Jordan away from winning the championship back in 92. And they faced the blazers in the uh, NBA finals. And, uh, You know, great career from Drexler. He he then went on to try and team up in Houston to win one, but that didn't happen either. Um, Regardless, a a really great career. And, uh, you know, one of the best players of the 90s who probably doesn't get talked about enough as he should. Uh, So definitely deserves to be on that honorable mention list, Clyde Drexler. Those are my honorable mentions. But who do you got for your winner, Barton? Who is the best to ever wear number 22? Yeah,
2: man. Some good some good honorable mentions. I'd say I knew I knew you're gonna go with Clyde. That's your guy from the Blazers. (laughs) Uh, I like the the Ricky Henderson shout, the Ricky Wheel shout. Um, He was quite a speedster, and I actually uh, they're not related, but I have another Henderson uh, as my best to ever do it at number twenty-two. My best athlete to ever do it at twenty-two, Marshall Henderson. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the, yeah, the old guard from Ole Miss, uh, yeah. his claim to fame is, uh, the, the bad boy of college hoops, right? Um, if you've been a college hoops fan over the past decade, you know, Marshall Henderson, you remember him from the antics that he would pull on and off the court. Um, his most memorable season was, was at Ole Miss in 2013, he actually led the SEC in scoring, so it wasn't all just a fluke. And then he ended up going on that crazy run and, and led the Rebels to a, an SEC tournament title, hit multiple game winners against Florida and Auburn along the way. Um, Marshall was the king of pulling up from the logo before it was a thing, man. He was always trash-talking other players. Even other coaches was known for that, calling other coaches losers because they didn't vote him into SEC first team. Um He had all the antics on court, man. Like flipping off opposing teams after hitting buzzer beaters. You always remember that. He even once tried to uh, to pants the opposition while uh, while on defense. And so, really, this guy wasn't afraid to do pretty much anything he anything was in bounds for him whether it was trash talking whether it was on court antics um you know was just not afraid to to bring an energy and a swagger that we have not seen uh anyone really match since and so um unfortunately for Marshall uh too many failed drug tests led to his eventual dismissal at Ole Miss and was never invited to the NBA combine but um Marshall Henderson man he's gonna get the nod for me That's the best to ever do it at number 22, because I honestly, I really believe this. I don't think we will ever see another personality as polarizing uh, as he, as he was in really any college or pro sport ever again. The guy was, uh, he's one of a kind truly. Um, And, you know, I miss, I miss watching him on the court. I'm sure most people do. I've heard, I I did a little research checked up on him. Uh, I guess he lives in Dallas. Now he's still putting up 50 points in rec games pretty often so he can still hoop but uh it looks to see looks to be like his career uh on the hardwood is at least over or uh, or stalled at this point in time but Marshall Henderson my best ever do it at
1: 22. Great answer there that's a uh, I was not expecting that but I'm glad you uh glad you answered that way I definitely remember back in that season um you know like following Mizzou hoops I think that was their first or second year in the SEC, at least yeah. pretty early on. And uh, I remember playing Marshall Henderson. I remember there was a bunch of talk about uh, if Marshall Henderson was going to get put on like the first team all SEC over Phil Pressy And I think Marcus Denman was on that Mizzou squad. Yeah. And uh, I think they snubbed Henderson just because of how they much did. he was hated. And he deserved it for sure. <laughs> Uh, but that's a great answer for 22. Uh, but my answer for 22, someone you already mentioned, 93 to infinity, the greatest season ever for a running back, maybe. The winner's Emmitt Smith, the Cowboy legend, uh, three-time Super Bowl champ, Super Bowl MVP. Um, you know, like we just mentioned, the 1993 NFL MVP, Uh, He was the NFL's rushing yards leader and rushing touchdown leader every single season between 91 and 1995, except he just missed it in one of those categories in 94, Uh, but just dominated the sport for, you know, a good five-year stretch where he was almost untouchable, winning Super Bowls, winning MVPs, taking home every award possible at the position, Uh, just pure dominance from that standpoint. So. Emmett Smith definitely on the Mount Rushmore of uh, great running backs to to ever play the sport, and gets my nod for sure as the best ever to wear number twenty-two.
2: No doubt, I think that's uh, that's well said, well deserved from Emmett. Just a true workhorse back in every sense of the word. Uh, most rush attempts, most yards, most TDs. That that should pretty much get it done for for best athlete to wear a certain number when when you've got all those records.
1: Absolutely. It's hard to top that, but that's going to wrap it up for Jersey corner. Number 22 Barton rocking with the old miss legend, Marshall Henderson. (laughs) I'm riding with Emmett Smith. That's going to wrap it for Jersey corner, but stay tuned. You guys are not going to want to miss this next part of the show. We have the first ever point of drew live game show jeopardy style. We're bringing in special guest, Will Moss. So, stay tuned for that. We will be right back after a quick word from our friends over at Shugs Bagels. In sports and in life,
2: dynamic duos can make all the difference when it comes to winning and losing. Shaq and Kobe, Brady and Gronk, Barton and Zahn, the list goes on and on. Having the perfect combination has proven time and time again to matter when it means the most. Nobody knows the value of the dynamic duo better than our good friends at Shugs Bagels. Pair any of their famous bagels, rolls, or wraps with your choice of freshly brewed hot or iced coffee and start your morning off with a W. Shug's is open all week from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Go pay them a visit in Park City's Village near SMU campus and on social media
1: at Shug's Bagels. Shug's Bagels, the bagel that Texas deserves. All right, Point of Drew listeners, we are back with the first ever game show on the Point of Drew podcast. We've got two contestants. I'm going to be the host here, the judge. In one corner, standing at 5'9", out of Kansas City, up in the Royals hat right now, we have the young gopher, Barton. Barton, how confident are you you're going to win this?
2: Oh, man, I, I'm the value pick right now. I guess Moss was minus 150. Don't really know how that... Uh ended up but yeah I'm feeling I'm feeling good I'm excited to be here uh thanks for having me Z
1: of course and then in the other corner the contestant the guest also at probably around five nine not from the uh <laughs> not from the uh old jersey but the new jersey the legend Rocket Man will moss moss how confident are you you're gonna take down Barton how much more do you know about sports than he does
0: I am uh, very confident. I also know if I'm 5'8", then Barton's (laughs) (laughs) 5'5".
1: That's a good way to start. A lot of confidence coming from Moss. Well, let me break down the rules for you. So um, we've got – it's basically set up like Jeopardy. There's four categories that you each get to choose from. There's an NBA category with three questions, an NFL category with three questions, a college sports category with four questions, and then a miscellaneous sports category with four questions as well. Um, All the questions are going to be worth one point. We'll go back and forth between you on who's picking the question. Uh, If you answer the question correctly, you're awarded a point. But if you don't know the answer, um, whoever's turn it is, if you don't know the answer, the other contestant has a chance to steal it. If that second player gets it right on the steal, they get a half point for that. Um, you get thirty seconds each per question to answer, and uh, you know the most important rule of all. I am the official judge here. I make all ruling decisions on controversial answers. So uh, whatever I say goes. Um, you guys got the rules?
2: Let's rip it. Good with me. My one question is, is: Is there a phone phone a friend function here? <laughs> or no.
1: Uh, no, you just got to stick to what you All know. Right. No cheating here. No resources. You can't Google it. No.
0: All right.
1: Let's do it. All right. So to, to decide who goes first here, I, uh, I'll just do a, a speed round. First one to answer this question. We'll get to go first. Um, but it's some, some news that happened today. After going 63 in 120 with zero playoff appearances in two and a half seasons, the Atlanta Hawks fired their head coach. What's his name?
0: Oh, I just read it. Oh, <laughs> weak start. Yeah,
2: tough start. So, Coach Bud went from the Hawks to the Bucks.
1: So, it's not him. Atlanta yeah. Lost. All right. Uh, how Can you name who was replaced as the interim head coach? He was the head coach of the Pacers last season. Oh, Nate McMillan. Yeah, Nate McMillan's the interim head coach in Atlanta. So you get the uh, you get the first choice here, Barton. We'll let I'm you. Awesome. Can you? Who was the Hawks coach that just got fired? Lloyd Pierce was the uh, the answer. Lloyd Pierce out. Uh, pretty underwhelming uh, record for him. Good dude, I like the dude, but maybe uh, had to, had a tough situation to work with in Atlanta. But Barton, you get the first pick here. What's the category? Let's, let's start off with the uh, NBA. All right. The first NBA question. In 2013, Shaquille O'Neal became a part owner of an NBA franchise. Today, he owns about 4% of that franchise. What team is it? The Orlando Magic. That's incorrect. Moss, chance to steal it. Oh. Okay, I have thirty seconds here, right? So yeah. take your time, walk through it.
0: I know I'm going through. Like, could it be where? Could it be like one of his last stops? Like, could it be the Heat? Could it be the Suns? The big Shactus? <laughs> um, he also owns a bunch of Papa Johns. He does. True. Um,
1: ten seconds.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Miami
1: Heat. Incorrect as well. The correct answer is the Sacramento Kings. Oh. Very random, but, yeah, he's part of the Kings ownership group.
0: Oh, no wait. Wow.
1: Yeah, so no points, A slow start. Uh, but Moss, your turn, your pick here.
0: Oh, I'll go with the NFL. <laughs> Very slow start for the boys.
1: <laughs> slow start. You guys can pick it up here. All right, the first NFL question what famous NFL announcer had a career coaching record of 103 wins, 22 losses, and seven ties during his 10 seasons as head coach of the Raiders? John Madden. John Madden. That's correct. Let's go. Nice answer there. All right. Point for uh, point for Moss. No. Ken
0: Stabler with the QV, by the way.
1: Yeah, you got that one quick too. Save some time moving this thing along. Barton, you're up. All right, let's go. College sports, I gotta get on the board here. All right, college sports. Who is the youngest player to ever win the Heisman trophy? Youngest player to win the Heisman. <laughs> we need an answer. I'm
2: thinking, uh. Mm. Man, that's oh god!
0: Can We get a time check,
2: Zon. Come on,
1: five seconds. <laughs> and uh, I'm just gonna throw it out there, uh, Cardell Jones. <laughs> no, that is incorrect. Moss a chance to steal. I think
0: I might know this one. It's a relatively recent, it's recent one. Yeah, I think it might be Lamar
1: Jackson. It's Lamar Jackson. Moss with the half-point steal. One, one and a half for Moss now. Barton still uh, still with the goose egg on the board right here. Awesome. But uh, all right, Moss, back to you, your pick.
0: So I'm going to go, seeing the difficulty of the first NBA one, I'm going to go back to NBA thinking the next
1: one's not as hard. So the, the next question is a Nets question. So it could be right up your alley here.
0: It's pretty bad for me if I don't get it.
1: (laughs) As of today, Kyrie Irving is averaging 27.4 points per game, which would be tied for fifth all-time in the Nets' single-season points-per-game record. James Harden is averaging 25 points per game, which would be good for seventh all-time in single-season points-per-game for the Nets. And Kevin Durant is averaging 29 points per game so far this season. Which would be good for third place all time in the single season Nets points per game record. There are three players that make up all of the top five seasons of single season points per game average for the Nets. Name two of those three players.
0: So I'm not this isn't my final answer, but the guys that could be on the list in my head. So you got Vince Carter for sure. That like oh five, oh six season, he was going off for that team. Uh, so that could be one. Brook Lopez had a couple good years in the, at the tail end of his Nets, or I guess at the beginning. I don't, my thought is like is, like is Drazen, uh, what's his name Petrovich? Could he be on this list? So I, I'm gonna lock in Vince Carter as one uh, of my answers, and then I just don't know if like I got. Did Jay Kidd average? So what was the low end of? Of, so Harden is seventh at 23
1: a year. Harden is seventh at 25 right now. Kyrie is tied for fifth at 27.4.
0: Okay. I don't think Richard Jefferson averaged that much. So I'm gonna go with Vince Carter and then Brooke Lopez.
1: Okay, those are your two answers. That is yeah. incorrect. Uh, I won't oh. I won't tell you if those players, if any of those players did make the list, but um Barton has a chance to steal If he can come away with Two of the top three uh, Players to, to average uh, Points per game That would be in top five In the Nets history
2: This is just over a, a, a season One season
1: Single season points per game seasons
2: I'm going to go Darren Williams and I'm going to go Vince Carter Again,
1: incorrect. But Vince Carter, uh, Vince Carter has two of the top five seasons. The number one season in Nets history was Rick Barry, and then Man, no. and then Doctor J had two seasons um, in the wow. top five. So Julius Irving, Vince Brooke- Carter, and Rick Barry.
0: Brooke Lopez, I'm pretty sure, is the all time leading Nets scorer.
1: Uh, he- but I think it's.
0: The only guy that's had a consistent career on the net, it's all been done.
1: <laughs> but, like, Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> when I was looking at the list, uh, Brooke Lopez was somewhere on there. He was probably around Harden's like 25 points per game. He he definitely had at least one top 10 season. Yeah, was uh, but, with, uh, yeah, he was up there. All right, so Moss still with 1.5 points, Barton with none. Barton, your choice now. Want to get on the board. All right, uh. Let's go NFL. All right, NFL. Who is the leading receiver in total yards in the Pittsburgh Steelers' history?
2: I'm trying to think if they had any greats. I have my answer, but I'm, trying to think. I'm thinking it's either. Like the guys that I want to say would be between like AB a- and Tony Brown and Heinz Ward. I'm trying to think if I'm missing anyone like that. Didn't they have like Dwight Clark? I don't, <laughs> even, Clark. I don't even know. All right. I'm, I'm going with Heinz Ward is my answer.
1: That is correct. That's a point for Barton. On the board, he's got it. Heinz Ward was number one. Antonio Brown is number two. So oh, uh, you had both of them.
0: God, is that right? Franco Clark isn't that like, the guy who called the immaculate reception?
1: Is that? Oh, maybe so. I have no idea. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> Either way, you made a you made a good decision not to not to pick that one. But the best blocker, is- is on the board now. Moss, back to you.
0: So I'm going to go – I'll try college. Can I I choose to go college football or do I just be winking?
1: Yeah, you can can go – there's only one football question left or two college basketball. I'm
0: going to go college football.
1: All right, college football. All right, this is uh, this question. There's no uh, rebuttal chance. Um, you'll know why when I ask it. So, sorry, Barton. No chance for you here.
0: But, yeah. I'm already at a
1: disadvantage. This is BS. <laughs> who had more total rushing yards during their college career? Was it Ricky Williams at the University of Texas from 1995 to 98? or LaDainian Tomlinson at TCU from 97 to 2000? Who had more rushing yards in his college career?
0: I'm going to go with LT, seeing that I think he probably had a less talented roster at TCU. They always used to have garbage weapons.
1: (laughs) Final answer, LT? Yeah. Incorrect. It's Ricky Williams. (laughs) Ricky Williams uh, had more career yards. They're both in the, uh, I think, top like six or seven seasons of all time. So both right up there. But Ricky Williams uh, just edged out LT.
0: Damn, I thought Ricky was too easy of the answer.
1: Yeah, made you think on that one. Doubted yourself. Now we're moving back to Barton. Barton with the chance to, to hop into the lead now. Uh, score is 1.5 for Moss, one point for Barton. What are we going with, Barton? Give me a miscellaneous.
0: Oh, good. I forgot
1: about miscellaneous. All right. Miscellaneous. The the first miscellaneous question here. Usain Bolt holds the men's world record for the 200-meter sprint. What well-known Olympian holds the second fastest time ever recorded? Jesse Owens. Final answer? How oh, it doesn't
2: seem right? Oh, it's, uh, no, 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 no! It's uh, what's that? Michael?
1: Oh, it's a super generic name. Five seconds. I'm going Jesse Owens. I don't. I. I this guy's. Um. It's Michael something, but I don't know it. This is a tough one because it's kind of a trick question. The second fastest time ever recorded is by the well-known Olympian, Usain Bolt himself. He has the top two times.
0: (laughs) Hey, the guy you're thinking
1: is Michael Lewis, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Or isn't there a guy named Michael Lewis is that author. (laughs) Uh, I'm not (laughs) sure who you were thinking of, but. Uh, since, since you didn't get the rebuttal chance there, I'm not letting Moss get the rebuttal there, so that's why I'm giving you the answers. Usain Bolt. Uh, but, yeah, no score there. No points awarded. Back to Moss here.
0: All right, I'm going to go to – I think there's one NFL left, so I'll, I'll try my hand at that.
1: All right, the last NFL question. There are five NFL teams named after birds. Name all five teams whose mascots are birds. Start the clock
0: Falcons, Eagles, Seahawks.
1: Um,
0: oh gosh,
1: Cardinals, and um, in seconds, need one more. Five. Whoa,
0: uh, how can I not get it?
1: Time. It's out of time. Barton with a chance to steal. We need one team from you, Barton. Who's the last bird?
2: Bro, I can't believe you messed this. It's the Ravens. The
1: Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens are the fifth. We got the Cardinals, the Ravens, the Falcons, Eagles, and Seahawks. Barton ties it up with that steal right there. We're, uh, we're notched up at 1.5 apiece. We're done with the NFL category as well. Back to you, Barden. What are you rolling with? Time to take the lead here. Give me college hoops. All right. College hoops it is. There are two coaches. Are two coaches hold the record for most final four appearances. They have 12 appearances each. Who are the two coaches? John Wooden. Five seconds.
2: John Wooden and
1: Coach K. That is correct. Got it right. John Wooden and Coach K each have 12 appearances in the final four. Big one for Barton there. Takes a commanding lead up by a full point now. Back to Moss. Got to play some good stuff now, Moss.
0: Miscellaneous. I can't believe I didn't get the Ravens. Classic, I I forgot the AFC team. The way weaker. Oh, my.
1: (laughs) All right. The second miscellaneous question here. The 16th hole at the Masters in Augusta has seen a hole in one. How many times?
0: So many. It happens tons
1: every year. I, I this this I'll give you a, a two buffer on either side.
0: Yeah, i right, I'm gonna go with eleven.
1: Eleven. Final answer. Final answer. Incorrect. Varden a chance to steal here. How many times have we seen a hole in one on hole sixteen at the Masters? Is this in like history? And yeah, in history, but like during the actual tournament itself. Um. I'm going to go with 31 times. Oh, you guys both just split it. It's 22 right in between there.
0: I think I should have point for that.
1: that. I mean, that was a tough one because it was a pretty exact answer, but 22 is the answer for that one. No points given out there. Um, we'll throw it back to Barton now. A chance to really – uh really make this almost a blowout if you can take another point here what do we have left z so we've got one nba question we've got one college hoops question and then we've got two miscellaneous all right give me miscellaneous all right miscellaneous here we go there are two tennis players tied for the record of most consecutive weeks ranked number one on tour name those two men's tennis players
2: Mm, i'm gonna go with Feels like it's it's dumb not to say Federer, but I'm gonna go with John McEnroe and Rafael
1: Nadal as number uh, as the two. Incorrect Moss a chance to steal here. Who- I'm, gonna
0: go, I'm gonna go with Roger Federer and the Joker Novak Djokovic.
1: That's a steal. To, that's a half point for Moss there. Uh, yeah, great great question. Courtesy of a former friend of the pod, former guest on the pod, Zeller. So shout out to Zeller there. He came in with that question, so, um, but yeah, I, Djokovic and Federer.
0: <laughs>
1: <Tell me. laughs> All right, it uh, it's back to you, Moss, to score two points for Moss, two and a half for Barton. Your pick, Moss. What are we going with? So I'll
0: go with. There's one more NBA, correct or no?
1: Yeah, one NBA, one college hoops and then two mis and just one miscellaneous now.
0: I'll go with NBA.
1: All right. What is the full name of the Washington Wizards G League affiliate team? Um
0: Okay. Let me think about this. I feel like I know what it is. It's like a it's like a DC related thing. I am pretty sure it's like colonial type name. It's uh Ten
1: seconds. Where are they located? Five seconds need an answer.
0: I don't know. I'm thinking of like the Valley Forge Minutemen. It's like a hockey team I played <laughs> against it's
1: not that incorrect time is out barton will give you a chance to steal here i don't think this is right but it's something like the delaware blue coats no it's it's not even something like that (laughs) the correct answer is the capital city go go uh really interesting name. I don't know. Uh, I mean Capital City makes sense. They're in DC, but the go go is the name of the uh the G League team for the Wizards. That's a tough one, but uh that's a interesting yeah. name right there. But both of you were pretty far off on that one. Um, so no <laughs> points given out there. Um Barton, back to you now. It's between um college or miscellaneous i'll be calling shoes all right in 2018 umbc the university of maryland baltimore county became the first uh 16 seed to upset a number one seed in the tourney when they knocked down the university of virginia what is umbc's school mascot
2: Brutish works for them. I don't oh, UMBC. Ten seconds.
1: I want to say like the Rattlers. That's a close guess. You almost had it, but that's incorrect. Yeah. Moss a chance to steal. I got it. You're really pissed. You didn't know it. The Retrievers. The Retrievers is correct a steal for moss the umbc retrievers we've got a tie ball game with one question left on the board this is, this is the final question winner take all i don't know what happens if we end in a tie i guess i'll just i'll start making up questions but one of you can win it right here the final question we have in 1993 The North Stars hockey team moved to Dallas and became the Dallas Stars. What state did they move from?
0: I know it. Minnesota. Minnesota.
1: Correct. The Minnesota North Stars moved to Dallas. Will Moss takes home the championship. The first winner of (laughs) the point of drift jeopardy goes to will moss vegas got this one right the the, the minus 150 odds they nailed this one it came down to the wire moss what do you have to say about the victory here
0: dude i mean i'm pretty pumped it sounds like next episode i'm gonna have to take on z oh take the crown from both
1: (laughs) podcasts You know you don't want the smoke with me. I'd, I'd kill you in this one. The early odds on that one are, are Zond minus 350, kind of in a blowout. But uh, we we may have to make it happen. Barton, any words in the defeat? How are you feeling right now? Do you think you can bounce back? Oh man, it's uh, it was it was a tough night. Um, not
2: getting. I, I feel like I let my my team down. UMBC Retrievers, my boy Brutish. I'm sorry. Brutish, if you're listening, uh, I'm sure you're not. Uh, but also uh, the Lamar Jackson one—that's pretty inexcusable. Got to be better. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna be locking myself in my room for the next couple of weeks and, and really just trying to read up on sports knowledge and, and prep for uh, for the next uh, next trivia show.
1: Yeah, I think it's probably a good idea for you. A uh, pretty embarrassing fashion to lose, not not knowing the retrievers or Lamar Jackson. Uh, you know, getting zero of the two tennis players that have been tied for uh, number one on tour. I mean, there, a lot went into that loss, Spartan, and I just couldn't imagine what it feels like to go down in such a shameful manner. But back to Moss, what was, uh, <laughs> Moss, what do you think that the question that was uh, the most obvious for you was, the one that, that you felt most confident about, knew you were going to win once you heard that?
0: Uh I thought the tennis one that was a huge steal to tie it up with like two questions left, or maybe one question left. That's what happens when you uh sports gamble at like four in the morning on men's and women's tennis. It all it all came back to this victory. I can't wait to claim my prize check after the after the pod.
1: Yeah, it is a fat prize check coming your way. Uh
0: um, three oh, bagels for life, baby. Extra cheese. <laughs>
1: All right, the last question for you, Moss, is just some words of advice you can give to Barton. Uh, you know, what do you have to tell him about how this win feels like and what he needs to do to, uh, to get up on that level?
0: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I just, I just don't know if Barton has the mental capacity to ever beat me in one of these games. Uh, it just it started at a young age, and I'm just leaps and bounds ahead of him. So uh, if he wants to rematch me anytime, any time, I'm ready to go. Uh, so this could be like a Rocky two, Rocky three, Rocky four, and everyone Rocky wins all those. So <laughs> you're screwed,
2: buddy. You didn't even.
0: <laughs>
1: that is uh, that's oftentimes how I feel when, when I take Barton on the uh, the golf course. Is I know that you know he's been the longtime golfer. You know, played in the state tournament in high school, but he does not have the mental side of the game. Get in his head, and it all <laughs> falls apart he's easy to easy to uh, you know get to and rattle so i definitely see where you're coming from there um but a, a good showing good game right here good battle that came down to the last one and a uh, great way to uh to wrap up the first ever game show on the point of drew podcast we appreciate you guys listening we appreciate moss for joining in and uh you guys know what to do like rate review subscribe and uh, we'll be back next week. Appreciate you guys listening. Peace..
0: peace. Appreciate you me on peace.